Welcome back to Hire, everybody. The podcast full of wicked stories from the job market and experts showing us how to succeed in it. Because we've all been there, haven't we? It's time to get unstuck. It's time to make some change. It's time to leave. And it's time to hit that funky beat, Nikki Simmons. Oh, yeah. Get it. Just at the end of my tether, Nikki Simmons. Oh my gosh, Tom, why? Well, so I was building this card house, right? And then I got distracted for a second and bumped the table and the stupid thing just caved in on itself. So why don't you just start over again? Excuse me? <laughs> I've invested all this time and energy and you're now asking me to reinvest all this time and energy for something that might flop entirely yet again? Exactly. Master your fear and deliver slayage. Uh-uh. Look. Starting over is easier said than done, especially when your career is concerned. We can all reach those moments in our lives when our jobs no longer seem to fit our motivations and aspirations in life. But what do we do then? Everyone's situation is different, but I think that there is value in learning from others on how they have left the beaten track and fulfilled their own dreams. Which is why in today's episode of our Month of Skill, we have the incredible Fiona Moss on the show, founder of her own business coaching practice and host of the You First podcast. Here to tell us about what it took her to leave her cushy job behind and live her dream. Let's go get it. We've got Fiona in the virtual building. I can't breathe. (laughs) Hi Fiona, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, We're really happy to have you on and can't wait to get through this conversation with you. Now we would love you to introduce yourself to our audience, but pretend you're going up i think the eiffel tower today eiffel bit, tower, is it a bit tower. sunnier in paris today okay <laughs> so know. we're going up the eiffel tower and you're going to tell us all about yourself by the time we get to the top oh wow that's quite a long walk you know you haven't done that that's, <laughs> you can take the lift that's a number of steps and i think i think it'd be pretty exhausted by the time you know i'd probably be out of breath telling you um <laughs> Nice little analogy, though. I like that. But firstly, hi, guys. And thank you. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. Um, About me. Well, okay. so as a top line, so I am a career coach and business mentor and I support women who are unfulfilled in their career to transition out of that career by which they feel stuck in and unhappy and unfulfilled in into something that gives them more purpose and in which they not only can have a career in which they thrive and achieve more of their potential, but create a life in which they're more fulfilled in as well. So I do that and I help people transition uh, from an unfulfilling career into a more fulfilling career. But I also help those who have already made that step and are setting up a new business. And I'm a business mentor for new businesses to help them launch with impact and scale beyond that as well. So there's a number of things that I do. Um, My day-to-day job is juggling all of it, which can feel quite confusing Mm -hmm. and exhausting at the same time. Um, But yeah, as well as running uh, career change courses, um, business setting up courses, I also have my own podcast, which is called the You First Podcast. And essentially the You First Podcast is to support you to understand the importance of putting yourself first in order to achieve more of your potential and as well in order to be the best self that you can be for other people around you so in that we talk about resilience we talk about choice we talk about self-awareness we talk about the importance of having purpose in your life and this is fundamentally all the key pillars which 
feed into my work that I do with my clients as well. And key themes that I think are really, really incredibly important if you're trying to create a life that really does fulfill you, really is led by purpose, and one which you just love, basically, and one which you just thrive off as well. So I'm sure we'll go into it. But in terms of sort of my story and sort of where we're up to, I feel like we're up to level one of the Tower at this point. Um, I'll I'm getting out of breath. But... I'm getting out of breath. I'm just having a pit stop there. Um, so in terms of my story, I've very much been my client. So I was in a job which really unfulfilled me. I was um, the sort of person that just kind of did everything the way that you were told to do it, you know. I did well in school, I ticked the boxes there, I went to university, ticked the boxes there, I got on a very good grad scheme at a major supermarket in the UK as a buyer, as a graduate buyer, and kind of climbed, climbed the ladder there, jumped through all the hoops, et cetera, et cetera. I got a good uh, promotion into a sort of a very large buying area, you know, everything seemed great. The problem was that I didn't really enjoy it. Like, I didn't really enjoy the slog of it. I didn't really um, feel connected to the work. It just didn't really provide me with any value. And I would quite often just go home and be thinking like, oh, what was the point of that? Like, what what was the point of today? And I would just really be questioning this, but I would sort of allow myself to carry on with it because, you know, that's life and you live for the weekend mm. and, mm. you know, you live for your holidays and all these sort of ideas. Everything that my clients come to me saying and kind of adding on top of that, you know, a lot of personal pressures that were happening, it really put a lens on the situation for me that I thought, you know, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. I actually want to do something which is more fulfilling. But stepping away from that's really incredibly hard. And actually to know what to step away from too is 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 very, very hard. It's near impossible because, you know, you've been brought up in a society, you've been brought up on a or you've been going down this path. And you think your future is one thing and then you question it and you have no idea what that future looks like. You have no idea how to change. You have no idea to challenge expectations, whether that's society's expectations, your own expectations, family's expectations. So that's why now my work really focuses on helping those people to step away from that career that is unfulfilling them. Because actually it's not just about your career. It's about so much more than that. It's about your life. It's about you know, you outside of work, it's about your relationships, it's about your health, because we all know we all spend so much time at work, we give so much to it. And the impact that that can have is, is huge on the entirety of your life. And as, as the person that you are, so if, if that's not right, it's going to have a massive impact, as I say, on the rest of it. But if it is mm. right, it can have such a monumental positive impact as well. So my, um, the core of my work is not just about career change. It's not just like, oh, let's figure out a job. Like here's a selection of jobs and go and pick one that kind of fits better. It's about really getting to the core of the person that you are, what you really want from your life. Like, don't forget, we only get one shot at this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what does bring you purpose? So really understanding that and then looking at the practicalities and the pragmatics of it. Okay, well, how do we make this change work for you in your own situation? Um, so that's where I am now um and yeah I feel like we're at the top I can kind I of think see he went through it a few times and, <laughs> yeah <laughs> what else can you see over there no, the, view, the view already the is spectacular is exactly yeah. I, I can feel it. like we're there I with you it. and I'm so happy that we have someone like you on the show that especially there were so many wonderful wonderful concepts in mm. um in all of this with this the putting yourself first concept because if you come alive at your work whatever it may be whatever floats your boat you will inevitably be of more service to the environment around you the people around you and um 
and the causes that you believe in. At the same time, we talk about purpose and we talk about well-being and we talk about um, finding yourself and, you know, what um, YOLO Mm-hmm. eventually we're talking also about YOLO, but mm-hmm. not from a YOLO standpoint. We're talking about YOLO from a really pragmatic standpoint and the way mm-hmm. in which you can achieve it for yourself. Um, for you out there in the audience that has um, already mesmerized and <laughs> uh, feels the magnetism of uh, Fiona, we will leave all of the links to our homepages mm-hmm. and our podcast in the show notes um, at the um, underneath this episode. And whatever podcast player you are, there's always a little bit of scribble that um, you know we write some nonsensical content into. But in this case... We will also leave all of the links to Fiona's homepages mm-hmm. and podcast. And so get in touch with her if you're keen, if you're interested, if you feel stuck as well. Take the word of somebody who has successfully unstuck herself. Mm-hmm. Um, now, let's hop into the actual episode um, and unpack all of these concepts a little bit and figure out how they can be practically applied. But as always, we were very cheeky and have asked <laughs> Fiona to retain some of her top tips of things that she sees people not do. Um, until the end of the episode. So this is stuff that you can get out of the starting blocks with. There's so many questions after that start. And I was even talking to someone earlier about, especially women um, working and mothers and and not looking after themselves. As you said, I think we can talk about that maybe again later, is Mm. like if you're not looking after yourself, how can you be good for the people around you? And especially women who are mothers, I think that came up earlier in a conversation with me. I just struck a chord when you said that there. So I think it's something we can definitely talk about further. Um, but we just wanted, like like Tom said, go into a more emotional lens on your journey and what are some of the issues you've encountered when, within yourself and um, when you took that big leap of change and, and making that change for yourself? Yeah, and I think... The emotions are around it are largely what hold you back because, and with anything really, because there's always a practical um, solution to any problem. But there's a question of why can't we necessarily find that practical solution? It doesn't mean that that practical solution is going to be easy. It doesn't mean it's obvious. But quite often we don't allow ourselves to see it because of emotions, because of limiting beliefs, whatever whatever they may be. Mm. I speak to quite a lot of my clients about this, you know, they actually don't even know what they they want. They don't know uh, what really fulfills them. They they can't even see beyond a certain scope of things because of external expectations, because of emotions, because of beliefs they built up for so many years. And I was no different, right? You know, I explained the story. I I very much thought I knew who I was. I thought I was this sort of high achieving go getter that was going to climb the ladder of these big companies and that was kind of life and you know not that it appealed to me this idea of this businesswoman living for the weekend grinding it out running around with your coffee but (laughs) (laughs) but it's kind of the idea that I thought I had of myself and I thought that maybe potentially that would just start fulfilling me the higher up I got and I got more money you know through a certain job or I got a higher status but that wasn't really what fulfilled me. It was kind of like what I was, oh, that's just my computer. Um, that's uh, just what society had kind of told me that I mm-hmm. would want, right? And they're two very, very different things. So I really struggled with other people's expectations. That was probably one of the biggest things that held me back for so long. Like, what would my parents think? What mm-hmm. would the people around me think? You know, mm-hmm. I was sort of late 20s at this stage. And when you're at that point, a lot of your friends are kind of like mid-management, pushing up, getting good salaries, buying houses, getting married, having kids. 
And those milestones, when you're almost stepping back from that and in a way you feel like you're starting again, quote unquote, you know, it's really hard to kind of overcome some of those fears in order to take that leap forward. Um, So I think some of those fears about, you know, feeling like you're stepping back in your own life, you know, external expectations, but equally just the very confusion of like not really knowing who you are. You know, as I said before, you've gone along this path of this is what I'm doing. This is my path. And like whether I'm fulfilled by it or not, this I this is what I know to be as myself. But when you start to challenge all of that and strip it all back and you start to think, I don't actually know who I am. I don't actually know what fulfills me. I don't actually know what I want with my own life. Whilst it's an amazing process to go through to learn more about yourself and develop an awareness and challenge things that aren't fulfilling you, it's also really scary, really, really Mm. scary, because you then become a different person. And what that then means is that potentially your whole life changes. And a big belief that I see that stops people moving forward is actually, what if I, you know, what if my whole life does change? What if I move, when I find all this stuff out about myself, Mm. what if I don't want to be with my partner? What if I find out how much I, you know, my I don't get on with my friends or I want to move away or, you know, if my life changes dramatically, what does that mean? And that's quite scary prospect. And that can actually hold people back as much as not the not knowing the almost the idea of the success can also be quite daunting as well. Mm. So. You know, I had a number of those thoughts, like I was changing so much. And as you grow and develop as a person, as you do build up that self-awareness, you will change. Of course you will. But that will also mean that the environment around you potentially might change as well. Mm -hmm. And that's a natural part of human evolution, right? And relationships. And we're not designed to be in the same relationships forever and ever. We're designed to evolve as human beings. Mm -hmm. We're obviously not going to evolve at the same rate as other people Mm -hmm. and different things are going to happen. That's totally normal. You know, but just the emotions around that can be quite um, limiting. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm so happy that we explored this question as well because we will also go into sort of the pragmatic angles of how do you actually accomplish such a shift and also what is the actual first step? Mm-hmm. Because oftentimes it's, um, you know, get the CV, recruiter, do all the technical things. But as Fiona has mentioned, there's a really hard and complicated chunk of work to be done as a precursor to make sure that you can actually actually identify the right opportunities for you. But let's make it a little bit sexy, this kind of sort of foreign, strange, you know, <laughs> is dangerous. This sexy conversation? Our, our podcast is this sexy. It's too, oh, it too, sexy. too sexy, according his to my mother. Told, his mom told him his voice was too sexy. Yeah, she said enough, enough. I'd with agree the, with that. Enough with the pornography. <laughs> but you know, here we are, we're setting something for everybody. Um, but let's make it interesting and actually appealing. Oftentimes taking this step um, can be difficult for it because there's an absence of role models there's an absence of what does Mm. this mean if it actually works i have never seen this happen um but let's talk about for a quick smidge about what is happening to you right now because you are actually you have decided to take the leap leave your cushy job in corporate do this thing launch your own business helping other people launching their business and find purpose and now you are free to do what exactly as of September? Sandy beaches, something, <laughs> eternal sunshine? Mm-hmm. Eternal sunshine. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I'll tell you in a second what I'm about to do. But I think you're so right in terms of the role models because it's so easy to see people who have done it and not necessarily see the journey. 
And I think that's just as important, right? You see people, you know, you look at people around in the world, what's on Instagram or whatever, and they're doing really, really well. But actually, I think it's also really important to see the journey of how people get there as mm. well and to recognise the highs and lows of all of those things and to see that it can be done because I think there's a huge gap in whatever you call it, want to call it careers or progression when after you've kind of got to that job, right? You let's say you've done the journey that I did and you get to school, university, um, you get into your graduate scheme, and then it's like you're done, you're left. You know, the lad whatever's happening with that ladder is kind of fizzled away. Mm. And there's not many places for people to go when they get to late twenties, they're in their thirties and they want to make a change. And you're still incredibly young at that point. You've still got 30, 40 years of your job left <laughs> yeah. in front of you. But actually people think it's too late. Mm -hmm. You know, I can't change my job right now. <laughs> and actually to provide that platform and um provide that, you know, that example that it can be done is really important. So to go back to your other question. So essentially, you know, I kind of want to showcase that it can be done. And when I set up my business i set it up purposely so that i could create more freedom in my life and that didn't just mean in terms of running my own business and therefore financially and etc cetera, etc cetera, but equally in terms of flexibility of how and where i work so all of my business is done online and i've done that purposely for that reason and now essentially what i'm doing in september is i'm moving out to central america Ooh. And I'm gonna just carry on. <laughs> there it is, <laughs> and carry on um, my work from there. Exactly the same. Literally, lift up my laptop and carry on out there. So I'll be living in Mexico for a month in September, and then a month in Guatemala, Colombia, and Peru. And then who knows? But that's what's amazing. It's like I don't have to choose, and I think people quite often think they do have to choose. And as I said before, it's not necessarily always about. Um, not being able to do something it's about finding the practical solution about how you can make something happen it's not always obvious it's not always overt but it can happen and I feel like I'm an example of that is that I've been able to create a business which fulfills me which provides me with the financial opportunity that I will create in my life which provides me with the opportunity to go out there travel the world and still build a business that I love you know, and create the flexibility to kind of do all the rest of the stuff around that, which, you know, makes me who I am, you know, whether that's exercise or, you know, more adventurous stuff like hiking or whatever it may be. Um, but I've been able to make that happen doesn't mean it's just happened. You know, obviously, there has been um, risks, hard work, uh, you know, a lot of grind along the way. But as I said before, it doesn't mean that it can't happen. You've just got to find the solution to it. You have beautifully brought us into the next session section of oh, our podcast. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, it's more about purpose and you've mentioned it quite a few times. So we'd love to talk a bit more about purpose. Um, and the term is everywhere these days, but we don't want to be another podcast talking about how mm. beautiful it is. Like you just mentioned, oh, everything's great on Instagram, podcast. We can tell you all these beautiful yeah. stories. We want to go a bit deeper. We want to give people exactly, you know, things they can go away with after listening to the podcast. Um, and, and tools that they can do to help make this career successful. Yeah, exactly. It's a bit of a it's a bit of a trendy word right now. You're definitely you're definitely right. But I think it's also a bit of an enigma. Like how how do you find your purpose? How what what are some questions that you can ask yourself? Um, a lot of people think they don't necessarily have a purpose, and I completely disagree with that. Everyone has a purpose. How deep they're aware of their own purpose is very different. 
But having a purpose essentially is just having something that makes you get out of bed every day. And the more aware that you can be of that purpose, the deeper your understanding of it, the more motivated you will be to fulfill that purpose. So I think the developing your awareness around your purpose, your values kind of feed into this as well. So I get all my clients to do an awful lot of work on values um, and their purpose as well. Because once you once you have this understanding of this foundational understanding of your purpose and your values, it then allows you to make decisions on the back of that. Okay, if I know that this is incredibly important to me, if I know that this drives me, if I know that these are inherent values of myself that um, if I adhere to, I'd be happier with, you know, it it create a more fulfilling life, then actually what that does, it allows you to have a a locker of information that you can make better decisions off. Mm. If you're not fully aware of your purpose and your values, you'll make decisions a bit blindly. And then it's no doubt that your job essentially, you know, am I allowed to swear? Of course. (laughs) Pisses you off. Like, you know, if you're, no, but I wasn't going to go too hard. Um, (laughs) You know, if you're, if you're not really aware of, uh, let's just say for sake, honesty, you know, as a really open, like an, an easy example, if honesty is such an incredibly important value of yours and you're in a job that doesn't value that and they make you kind of do things that are quite dishonest or whatever, of course mm. you're going to be annoyed by it, right? Now, if you're aware of that, if you're aware that honesty is a key value, you can make decisions based on that. You can make sure that you're in the right environment, that you're in the right work- workplace, that you're doing things that um, adhere to that value. Now, that's a really sort of like plain Jane sort of, you know, um, example. But, you know, the deeper you go into what actually matters to you the more it can give you um a real understanding which helps you make better decisions so that you move forward with more purpose into something that's going to fulfill you much more Mm. rather than as i said before kind of just moving towards something because it sounds better it's kind of like that shiny light in the distance that is like well that's probably better so i'm just going to jump and do that but what's probably going to happen is that down the line because it's not adhered to your values because it doesn't give you purpose you're kind of just back in that same um that same place again so i mean the basically what no there's no basic to anything that you're saying i must apologize i will choose another <laughs> word i will say um <laughs> an element of this is to train yourself to be your own sounding board without having to you know go yeah. through the excruciating um, experience of sort of over rationalizing and analyzing every single choice that you're making eventually if you are trained in your values if you're trained in your own mm. purpose they will steer you you will get sort of like a like a pigeon that knows its way based on the magnetic field of the earth mm. you'll be able to sort of navigate um the landscape of, of, of opportunities but i want to you know let's put fiona to the test a little bit and dive <laughs> a little bit deeper into this here's a scenario anybody out there having worked for an organization for a few years knows this somehow you start to get sucked into the social fabric of that workplace it starts to become your world in a way it becomes hard to imagine another one for yourself and you let people of your own age treat you like you would never allow yourself to be treated by anybody else outside of the four walls of this building merely because they are higher up in the hierarchy so finding purpose in this kind of headspace can be really tricky so Let's get a bit practical here. What are some of the like, tips and tricks that you would recommend to our audience um, to find and stay true to purpose, even if you don't have the luxury of being your client at, um, at the moment? Any things that you could share that, you know, for free, basically. We're asking for a freebie <laughs> yeah. here. A freebie, absolutely. Um, 
let yeah before i go into that let me make a point i think what you're saying is you know the magnetic field is so right right and this is gut instinct as well and we all have a gut instinct of what we know is the right decision that we should be making for ourselves but quite often we challenge that we overthink and there's i'm not going to go into like sort of the different parts of your brain that makes this happen but we start overthinking um based on probably information that society feeds into us or other people's opinions and that's where we we go against our own values but actually if you have the information available such as your values and your purpose etc you can align them and you can listen to that gut feeling you can quickly align it to you what you know about yourself and your values and purpose and therefore you can make decisions a lot quicker which just as you say tom it stops you from sitting in that space of excruciating indecision so Mm. you can move forward and I think it's no different like when you're you know you're saying okay well if you're in an environment where you're so caught up in the social fabric of that environment which is you know natural of course it is we're human beings and we feed off that environment and we're gonna we're going to do things that that you know that that environment kind of naturally does or the people in that environment naturally does so it can be really difficult to start thinking well is this me or is this environment is Mm. this me or is this the people around me So I think spending time to strip that all back is where this is incredibly important and doing all this self-awareness work is really, really incredibly important. I would 100%, and I would always say this to everyone, is starting with those values and actually really sitting down. And quite often I do this with my clients and it will take them a couple of weeks to go through it, come back to it, reflect on it, recognise it in their own lives. And But actually the, the closer you can understand to why those values are important to you, how they're conflicting in that environment that you're in now or how they're being adhered to in that environment you're in now is also really important can really give you a lot of information about okay well what's important to me and actually that then feeds into your purpose and I would say with regards to you know your purpose you know asking yourself questions like sometimes we get so caught up in the here and the now such as that environment that we forget to look on a bit more of a macro level. Like there's times absolutely to be in the present. Okay. And there's times to to think a little bit more expansively about what do you actually want from your life? You know, if you were to, you know, forgive the morbidity of the question, but I ask this to my clients is how do you want to be remembered? Like what do you want your life to look like? And so often we, whether it's consciously or subconsciously, we have these thoughts about our our lives and, you know, these images, you know, whether it is subconscious about being away traveling, spending time doing this and that. and But actually, we're not even doing anything to move ourselves towards that. And, you know, I said it right at the beginning, you know, we only get one shot at this mm. and time is finite. So if you can start really recognizing, well, what does bring you value to your life? What are your values? You know, how do you want to be remembered? This information gathering can really help you to mm. start, reflect on your own situation and start to actually put some tangible steps in place to start to work towards that. And whether that is, you know, a simple step and a small step to gather a bit more purpose. And But once you do that, the momentum will follow and more things will start, you know, coming your way. And, you know, you will start doing more things as a result. So you've done something super crucial just now. This one question, how would you like to be remembered? Because you sit there and you're like, okay, what is my purpose? But how do you even start thinking about this? I think one question that you've given us is a great lead question. What do I want to be remembered by? But I'm, I want to have a second one. And then what I also would love to have is mechanically how do you do this like do you write do you recommend your clients to take out post-it notes and sort of pin them on the wall or do they write on themselves on their body on the sand so how do you put that first pen on a piece of paper so just that people can start to run um, independently for you 
Yeah. I don't ask them to write on themselves or in the sand is the first thing. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I think it is it is an incredibly hard thing, right? And knowing your why is is as I said before, a real a real hard point to kind of get to to grips with. But I really do think like asking yourself, what would you get out of bed for on the hardest day? Right? Mm. We all have them, okay? We all have those days where we all feel a little bit crappy. We all feel like we don't want to, we don't want to get out of bed. We don't want to, you know, whatever it is we're doing. But what does give you purpose? And maybe it is just supporting your children so that they can have a better life for you uh, than you. Maybe it is more about, uh, maybe you work for a charity. Maybe it is about thinking on a, on a bigger level and supporting other people. Maybe it is about um, working in the sustainability sector because, you know, how that's incredibly important to you. But what is it that you would do and get out of bed for on one of those hardest days? And I really do think that actually if you can get closer to that, that's really going to help you to understand more about your your why and actually then how you're moving forward from that. You asked a second question to that question. I can't remember exactly what it was. I think we're good. You asked many I, think questions. I know. Tom I know. asked Co- many questions. Compound question. I'm a hashtag compound. <laughs> he, <laughs> he loves them. No, no, it's 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 horrendous. No, but I think this, you know, this topic of purpose can be endlessly expanded. But I think um as a as a trio here, we also need to fess up to the fact that this is not something that can be happening immediately, mm-hmm. you know, because we don't want to be selling, you know, immediate happiness to anybody here. But I'm we're not selling anything at all. <laughs> um but this takes time. I think um, having the luxury of even just starting to fight for your for this headspace um, to even entertain thoughts of purpose when, you know, life can be really dire. You can be in financial distress. You need that job. Carving out mm. time on the side um, to think about purpose, to start looking into side hustles or alternative opportunities that are more aligned with yourself. I think we also need yeah. to all recognize that that takes energy, that takes a bit of chance bit of luck but i think entertaining these thoughts for yourselves as early as possible um is definitely is definitely a good um, piece of advice the next thing skill sets skill sets but the next thing <laughs> that becomes really tricky um is the element of choice yes absolutely right. yeah quickly we wanted to i'm going to quickly throw it in there because it is one we do talk talk about skill sets a lot and we love the fact that we can add finding your purpose to this making sure that that's part of your skills that you're able to do so mm. when you go to look at a job you have a purpose before you go there and then you know if it's going to work or not, right? Yeah. That's definitely one of the things we want to add to our little skill set. And right. Next so is choice. Next is choice, which is, I I mean, this word all falls apart, doesn't it? Sometimes for some people, because you feel like, yes, it's me. I'm here. I know myself. I love myself. But we have the tools to define our purpose and um, we know this purpose to be strong. But there's a problem. Do we actually have the freedom to choose? this purpose you know what with mortgages gaggle of children dragging at our heels and you know this lingering sense of being stuck somewhere maybe from your client portfolio fiona do you have you know a real life story or two um of a person that sounds similar to this mortgage kids how can i possibly choose to be free and follow my dreams and my purpose and how that person has overcome it yeah yeah and it's as i mentioned before like this can be such a big a big thing that holds people back, right? It's like, I can't do a job that is giving me purpose and also live up to the responsibilities that I've now created for myself. And I think that that 
tension between the two ultimately can be something that massively holds people back and they feel that if they do go after this job that is purpose-led then they're being irresponsible in some way or another they're going to be starting again you know etc etc then it's sort of the reasons come out but I think you know when we're talking about purpose you know purpose isn't something necessarily that we invent it's just a part of us already and so finding your purpose is essentially just a process of discovery so you already have that purpose inside you and it's you know that is where the tension that's where you feel unfulfilled where you feel stuck is because you're just not living out that purpose so you know if you can find out get clear on what that purpose is then as i said before it's more of a case of pragmatically and practically actually making a plan to make that change so um to give you an example i've got one client uh at the moment she actually messaged me this morning she's just had a new um a little baby well not you know recently it's probably about a year old starting to go back to work uh she's got a well-paid job you know a really well-paid job she's uh, got a mortgage to pay for and everything and a massive thing for her is not only like how do I move into something that's more fulfilling and do it so that I'm not you know impacting my life but also I you know I mentioned before that actually the very idea about that is is in a way it's limiting her to recognize what options she has available to her now just because we're making a change in our career doesn't necessarily mean that we should like have to necessarily make a massive change in our life doesn't mean that we don't have that potentially in the short term we might not have to and that's a very different thing but if we're looking at a bigger picture which is what this is all about we can just start to make plans in terms of how we how we make that happen so with her we're talking about potentially having some sort of bridging role um where essentially she moves into work that is more fulfilling um but is a role by which she essentially gets an income in the short term mm-hmm. so that she can bridge that gap, right? Mm-hmm. So she can create more time. It's less stressful. It it also is going to give her a huge amount of experience to make that step. So there are ways and means by which to do it. A lot of it comes down to the pragmatic planning of it. So creating something, either a side hustle, a bridging role, a consultancy role, going freelance, volunteering to build up your experience, are all ways by which you can make that step to make that change. Mm. And they're all ways that I speak to my clients about as well to do that. Because I think quite often, particularly when we're thinking about making a massive change, particularly if you're, uh, you know, maybe a key breadwinner in the house as well, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't mean that you just have to bl- put a blindfold on and jump off the edge of the cliff. It is about just creating that practical solution. And this is where, you know, actually doing courses so that you can understand how to make that step is incredibly important. Mm-hmm. You know, listening to podcasts like this, developing that sense of self-awareness. We spoke about it before, you know, that self-awareness is key, but equally so is that pragmatic planning of actually, okay, how am I going to make this work from a um, financial point of view, first and foremost, mm-hmm. but equally, how am I going to build up my experience? And if you're stepping into a, a business, potentially, how am I going to get my business to actually a point by which I can make that step comfortably? Um, so there's always going to be a little bit of a crossover. Potentially, there's also going to be a period of time where, you know, you do go out for one less meal a week or you have one mm-hmm. less holiday a year. Mm-hmm. But that's what that's the word priorities. Right. And how much do you prioritize the bigger picture of your life rather than the immediate sort of luxury of going out for a meal or mm-hmm. a holiday here and there? And I think sometimes we get so lost in, um, 
you know, the here and now. And I said before, there is a time and a place to be present and to live life here and now. But there's also a time and a place to, to think bigger and to think about the impact of what you do today and how much that's going to actually impact you moving forward. So I'm sitting here sort of listening to you staring out of the window and thinking, when is the ebook coming out? Thank you very much. I know that you're cooking a bunch of interesting things that are going to be released later this year. But I've got a lot to do. Tom. She's got a lot to else. do and a lot to share and a lot to say. I mean, also, I will probably listen to this podcast episode even after I've listened to it again, uh-huh. editing it and then listen to it at least one more time because my mind mm-hmm. is entirely blown. I feel like we have had like, like a really amazing balance between practical things, but also stuff that I need to puzzle out for myself here. So... I just, I could not possibly take another sip or maybe another three sips, Nikki? Um, yes, Tom, of course, because we come to the end of the show, which means we have the top tips from Fiona. Yay! So the things that you've been keeping, I mean, in fairness, you've told us so much <laughs> over the whole podcast. But if, for example, somebody suddenly came in at the end of this podcast and they were like, ooh, what was it about? Tell us the three things that they would need to go and do once they stop listening. Okay, I've I've kind of leaked one, I'm not going to lie. But yeah, I think, I think if you're in a position where you're, you're in a career, you're, you're very much stuck, you're unfulfilled, you want to change, you just don't know how. I think the first tip is around getting really clear about what matters to you, right? So diving into your values, getting really clear on what they look like, and also what that purpose looks like as well. So I think we won't go through all the questions, but I think asking yourself that question of how do you want to be remembered is a really, really key mm. one that I think mm-hmm. Love it. can give people a lot of awareness about themselves and about the life that they want to lead as well. Which leads me into the second point, which essentially is thinking about, well, what is that dream life? Okay. If you could literally draw out your perfect life, what would that look like? And what would that involve? Where would you be? What are the non-negotiables that you would have in, have in your life? And I think understanding almost the extreme of where you want to be, I mean, firstly, I never see it as extreme. I, I'm, I'm a big believer that sort of anything is possible if you put your mind to it. But, you know, really thinking about, well, where do you want to get to? And then, okay, well, what are the steps that I can start putting in place today, you know, no matter how small, in order to start getting there as well? Maybe that's signing up for a course. Maybe that's reading a book. Maybe that is um, booking that amazing trip that you want to book. Maybe that's moving house, moving countries whatever it is, no matter how small or big, starting to actually just just give yourself the opportunity to dream about what does that look like. Mm. Number three is really recognising, okay, if, if this is what you want, if these are your values, if this is your purpose, if, if this is genuinely what your life is that you want to live, and I'm going to say it again, like you only get one shot at this, what is actually holding you back from that? Like who is holding you back from that? You know, understanding what's limiting you is just as important as knowing what you want, because that's really the thing that's getting in your way. And if you can understand how you break that down, how you can move forward from them, a massive piece of work again that I do with my clients and things will come up all the time that keep putting barriers in your your way. You know, understanding how you can do that to keep growing, because in this, you know, in this work, whether it's changing your career, whether it's finding more fulfillment, whether it's growing or building, whatever it is, your business, your personal life, it's there's never an end goal. There's always so much more we can go after. Mm. And I think that's where it's equally exciting. But equally, there's every time you go to that next level, there's always more fears. There's mm. always more limiting beliefs. Mm-hmm. So really getting uh, better at challenging yourself and challenging those limiting beliefs, being aware of it. You know, you said it before, Tom, about being your own 
homing pigeon, you know, being your own um, <laughs> anchor point to really challenge yourself, you know, and then obviously there's people who surround you who can support with that. And sometimes we're blind to our own challenges, other which other people can see easily. But the more that we can be aware of those things, the more it's really going to allow us to take that those steps forward. So number one, you know, really thinking about your purpose and values. Number two, what do you really want from your life? And number three, recognizing what's actually stopping you from getting there. Amazing. Okay, is that the most oversimplified formula that I've ever heard? <laughs> yes. If anybody out there listening wants to hear more from Fiona, one, two, three. Be, one, two, one, three. Two, three. Be and <laughs> magic, money, fame, wealth. If anybody out there still listening um, wants to hear more of Fiona, do check out her podcast. It's absolutely delicious. Mm-hmm. She is available soon from uh, in a Latin American time zone, obviously, to also help you find your values, build it into your purpose, and live a life that is um, f- not only alongside it, but fueled by it, and find opportunities um, that are going to propel you forward fiona thank you so much for your time and for your many wisdoms today thank you very much next week on the show in our month of skill we actually have somebody who doesn't quite fit the mold of our regular guests and we've got uh hiba samawi on our show who is um, a psychotherapist in her own practice wiser humans after having worked in the corporate world for a really long time and here to talk to us about how she um sort of set out on this new path without risking it all and betting it all on red there are other ways in which you can explore um what you might be passionate about that your corporate life doesn't give you the room to um, exercise and what is preventing you from doing it because you know the psychotherapy she knows her shit um anyways join us next week we can't wait to have you on again uh let's, let's go, go get, get it, it.